Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. A very good Sunday, Friday morning to everybody and welcome to the We Are Cavan McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. Delighted to be joined in studio by Paul Fitzpatrick of the Anglo Celt. I'm Damien Donoghue on this week's show. We're going to be looking ahead to, uh, or sorry, looking back on Cavan Ladies, their National Football League Division 2 final defeat at the hands of Westmead. We caught up with Aidan McCabe after the game. We'll also be looking back on Cavan on their 17s victory over Antrim in the Ulster Championship semi-final. And we'll be discussing the Cavan League games being called off this weekend um, as a result to injuries to the Cavan senior footballers. So we'll be going through that and taking some of the tweets we've picked out um, and how Cavan people are reacting. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and on Twitter. Share us and like us. And if you could uh, share on the link to the podcast, we'd much appreciate it. And follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Also, check out this week's We Are Ulster podcast where we preview the Fermanagh and Monaghan game with Marty McGrath and Shane Duffy and the Antrim and Donegal game with CJ McGurty and Brendan Devenny. As always, I was joined in studio by Declan Bogue from the Irish Independent and Paul. Fitzpatrick and here's a wee clip so it might just tempt you to go and listen to the rest of the podcast Declan Monaghan Fermanagh I know it's going to be hard for you to call against or will you call against uh, Fermanagh in this one no I think Monaghan by uh, Monaghan by three points I was going to say that <laughs> of course yeah. you were I, I, no one I think that like even at that last game that Fermanagh played in the league against Derry, they conceded a goal after eight seconds, straight from the throw-in, and a man didn't chase back, and uh, Derry had it in the net after eight seconds. And then the second one was just one of those ones where they didn't track another runner, they didn't track Mark Lynch, and he was able to put, uh, I think it was uh, Conor McAtomney through for a second goal. Uh, apart from those two goals, Fermanagh played a very rigid defensive system that completely frustrated Derry for the rest of that game. And Fermanagh's problem has been that they, they have only got one goal in the National League in seven games through on McManus in the first game against Down, and they never scored a goal thereafter. Uh, they've been working extremely hard in training, they assure me, and that's happened. Every uh, drill is finishing with a shot or some kind of attempt to work a goal. If Fermanagh could get a goal, if they could, uh, if they could um, keep Monaghan without a goal, then there's a chance of an upset. Like there, there certainly is. There's a greater chance of an upset here than there is in Ballybuffet. Yeah, so don't forget to check out We Are Ulster on SoundCloud and on iTunes. If you could follow us, it would be great. Paul, to start off with Cavan ladies, um, good morning. Nice to get out of bed so early. Oh, well, look, at you know me. Early bird catches the worm. <laughs> that's it, that's <laughs> it. Who do you send out catching worms? Cavan <laughs> uh, ladies, I suppose, very disappointing last Sunday. Playing against a very strong wind in the first half and it, it kind of left too big of a gap for them to come back yeah I, I didn't see that coming I have to say like um, 
definitely I thought they had their chance the first day and didn't take it but I didn't think you know it was a bit of a collapse last day but you know you put it down to experience but it's a pity that that everything rides on that one game in the ladies national league promotion you know the title of champions you know everything rides on that one game if they, if they had at least got promoted and lost that final it wouldn't have been as bad there would have been you know promotion would have been the main goal more so than, than the cup so disappointed for them but after such a good run it's very hard to keep it, keep it going for um, consistently for so long so you'd hope that, that they can bounce back and and find their feet again for for the championship but yeah. uh, very very disappointing for them there yeah, it it was it was one of those days that I suppose nothing really was going right for them when when you look back over the game, far too many mistakes and when you compare that or contrast that with the previous week where they were by far the better team, it's 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 a very strange thing. But as as one person said in the press box, Westmead played no football in Parnell Park at all. They didn't come out and they knew that there was a better performance in them. Whereas Cavan maybe thought that that was Westmead at their best and that they were better than them. The fear of complacency, maybe, and, and it should never happen, you wouldn't think, in a county final or in a, in a, in a National League final, but maybe there was a slight bit of complacency that, look, they got two goals the last day and we should have, we were by far the better team. Yeah, maybe there was an element of that, but you know, if if Cavan learned the lessons of history, they have struggled with Westmead uh, for years. You know, right back to 2011. Now I know there's a lot of change personnel since that, but back then Cavan should have should have beaten Westmead in an All Ireland Intermediate Final on two occasions, drew it and, and lost the replay by a point. So they've it's been nip and tuck between both teams. Westmead just seemed to be able to. Oh, Cavan can beat them, but sometimes when it really matters, Westmead seemed to be able to do it. Like. If you talk about the 2011 final and now the 2017 final, that's four games and Cavan didn't win any of them with the, with the two draws and the two replays. So, oh look, it they'll catch them. They'll catch them uh, maybe in the long grass, but it's it's a disappointing one for them. Everyone's talking about Luna Bar, Cavan's most vibrant new venue, with our big screen TVs. Live music every weekend and free function room. We cater for everyone. Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town. Hard luck to the Cavan ladies. They start their preparation now for the Ulster Championship first and foremost and then on for the All-Ireland Senior Championship. So hopefully they can make progress. Um, I just want to send our condolences as well to NASA board um, on the death of her grandfather, I think, the night before the game, which was a blow. Um, obviously difficult for her to play, but she, she donned the Cavan jersey anyway, as is the character of the girl. Moving on to the Cavan on their 17s, and they had a massive victory um, over Antrim in the semi-final in St. Tiernus Park in Clonus. A victory that was again made in the first half, but will offer an awful lot of questions for John Brady to start answering with these boys because the second half display was far from um, convincing. Yeah, I suppose you can't be too hard on them. Uh, given their age and given the fact that they ran up, you know, they, if they scored five goals in the first half, um, you know, there's no point in them going out and score ten goals. At the same time, I understand what your point that you were making that to me off air as well about the, about them, but um, it's probably nitpicking a little bit. But I mean, that's 
that's good. It's good good position to be in where you're looking for trying having to trying to dig for for something to 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 list as a fault, I suppose, from the performance. But the big thing from uh, that that is encouraging me is that there seems to be lots of good forwards on it, and that's we all know that Cavan haven't have brought through an awful lot of backs and midfielders, but not so many forwards. Um, they've been in limited supply, so there's a, there's a lot on it, like and there's pace and there's ball ball playing ability, and there, there's a couple of big lads as well. Like again, we don't we don't know exactly how other countries are are treating this competition, um, and that that'll remain to be seen. But but I tell you one county who definitely will be treating it with everything having as their own, um, and Cavan have them in the final. So if Cavan can win the final against their own, it'll be really really it's a real uh, validation for the competition because their own prepare well for everything as we know they're the benchmark. Well, it's it's funny actually, and a Cavan supporter pointed it out to me as I was leaving St. Chiernas Park, and, and the the middle of the Cavan Antrim game, the Tyrone and the Down lads came in and um, took their seats to watch a wee bit of the game. Now the Tyrone Tyrone had an absolutely massive panel. Every one of them catered out to the last. Tyrone bags, Tyrone t-shirts, Tyrone jackets, Tyrone. Uh, the jumper, the the, the, the tracksuit bottoms, and then Tyrone shorts. So you've seen a variation of lads, maybe either wearing a, a Tyrone shorts with a t-shirt and a jumper, or Tyrone tracksuit bottoms, t-shirt and a jumper, and all looking in complete uniform with the Tyrone bags and everything. And you've seen down with the same, basically very very well togged out, professional looking from start to finish. And then after the game, Antrim came over to the stand to watch the Tyrone and Down game and they were the same they were the Antrim bags tops, shorts tracksuit bottoms and, and, and jumpers or, or over over the tracksuit bottoms tracksuit bottom tops um, but Cavan then came and you could see that there was obviously some gear there now whether whether they're, they're, that was their own gear or whether that was the tracksuit they were given they started to come out and they were with their club bags some lads in t-shirts that weren't Cavan t-shirts, some lads in shorts. It just looked more amateur. And the the impression that your man was saying to me, the, the Cavan supporter was saying that, look, it doesn't mean anything at senior level. It means pretty much nothing other than if you have a weak mentality, it can pick out that, well, look, she's their professional, we're not, oh God. But at underage, it means an awful lot. These boys being togged out, looking professional, if you look down and you've seen Tyrone and you've seen Cavan, seen Antrim and seen Cavan, if they had been playing the second game, you'd say, geez, Antrim look well organised there. They look like they're, they're why, about why something. Why do Cavan not have the proper gear and bags? And I stuff don't know like if they... Well, they definitely don't have the... Well, I'm presuming they don't have the bags because I've I, I seen a number of them without Cavan bags. They were, they're club bags. And they were... Now, maybe they do have the gear but it's not been organised that, lads, we need to be all wearing the same thing. We need to look professional here. I don't know what the case is, but it was pointed out to me, and it did kind of stand out once it was pointed out to me. I was kind of like, Jesus, actually, you're right. You know, we're that's a good team. You pointed that out, and you're, you're dead right. That's a really good under-17 team. And not because of that, but you should have that there's no doubts in their mind that they're good enough yes, they, they yeah. should believe from start to finish we're professional we're prepared better we're, we are better than everybody if you give an opposition especially at underage the opportunity to think look at them boys that's amateur all of a sudden there's a complex and you can't, we, we can't afford to give Tyrone that advantage so I, I hope whether it's management talks to the players and says look lads you have your tracksuits you have your tops you have your training tops you have your shorts 
that's what we're wearing on the final day. We come in uniform, you know, and, and, and make sure that they do come out together because it is important. It creates an impression. Absolutely, absolutely. On, in terms of the action itself, I saw Cavan and Tyrone playing in the league the league um, competition earlier on and Cavan were brilliant for a long spell. They should have won the game, but, but what worried me was they conceded the last six points to lose by a point that day. Uh, was it... Um, Two ten to no, Cavan got the two goals. It was two nine to f- sixteen points. 16. I think, it, and it was yes. two nine to ten. Nine and to but what worried me was Tyrone brought on a couple of fellas um, in the closing stages of that game. Got complete control around the middle of the field. A couple of absolutely brilliant players. I have to say, there was a, they had two or three lads in, from midfield up who really looked the part. Mm-hmm. And um, it would worry me if they had that sort of quality in reserve. Did Cavan run up a five point lead in fifty minutes against the best Tyrone? Cavan, Cavan does There's more in Cavan though do, like, Yeah so like I don't think Cavan Brady Played that day for No Cavan. he didn't And I don't think Sh- Well Sean Martin came on Yeah and he played, played Really well He actually turned the game When he came on Yeah like And there are two Very good players For Cavan I think there might have been Another one Was it Cavan actually got Had a player sent off Had they Cavan had a player sent off Was it Or was that in the minor game It was a double header at the, yeah. Was it Rogers From that bride Is he under 17 or minor He's minor. Minor, yeah. He okay, was sent sorry. off in the minor game. But they, they played Tyrone in a doubleheader. I'm getting them mixed up as well. But, um, yeah, but no, I, I, Cavan I, had room for improvement. The one player that did stand out for me from Tyrone um, was Peter Canavan's son played. And he didn't play that day up in Corubini. Um He had scored four points before half Yeah, I know. I'm familiar with him through handball. Class handballer as well. But I know from talking to the handball lads... Um, over the last few years they expect him to be another little canavan oh, he's well, a chip off the old block down down and Tyrone played very defensive games both in, in the first half anyway um, and there was no space for forwards especially for Tyrone they were quite slow in the build up but looking and saying well down you go get your numbers back we're still going to be able to pick you off and find the spaces and more often than not it was young canavan is you no he's not Rory Dara 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 he he uh, He'd find in a tiny pocket of space, no luck shot on the goals, and bang, it's over the bar. He didn't like that of the grass. Oh, it was unbelievable. Like It was actually a great... I'd have loved to stay for the second half because it was great to watch. I see Joe Brawley's son played corner forward for um, for Antrim. And he, another chip off the old block now. And actually, after the game, for the for the second game, he was sitting down in front of me. And uh, personality-wise, he wouldn't be too far away. He was the ringleader. <laughs> oh, he was no. sitting everybody around him. Don't say that. I think we've another uh, uh, cast of of the of the big Joe. But it's uh, oh no, it, he he is a fine footballer though. He's a good footballer too. Maybe I don't know if he'd make it a top level. He doesn't seem to have a lot of pace, but he uh, he has a lot going from now. He's deadly accurate when he gets a chance. But Come it on. was. Um, it, it it definitely was something to 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 watch Peter Canavan and Joe Brawley's kids playing at at it at under seventeen level. It was worth seeing now. But yeah. the the final will be um, before the Cavan either Fermanagh or or Monaghan game. Um, so there'll be a big Cavan crowd there, obviously, and it'll give them hopefully a, a really good platform to go for because it's it's a fine Cavan team. I just wonder. Uh, Tyrone will set up very defensively against Cavan. Can they break them down? Um, and you know, can they then 
hold it tight at the back because they were very open at the back for the second half against Antrim and I'd imagine a Tyrone team would tear them apart if they're that open at the back so yeah. but look at it's great to be in the final competing against Tyrone this is where you want to be and yeah. it'll, it'll give them an idea, an idea of actually where they really are at yeah so definitely that's all we can ask for so far so congratulations to John Brady and, and the management there and, and all of the under 17s you know who would say it's great as Paul said to see you making that final moving on <coughs> we're going to be discussing the uh, the, the postponement of the Cavan All County Football League um, games this weekend. It's it's something that's very much a hot topic at the minute because club players yet again appear to be shafted. I mean, yet again as a national term here rather than a Cavan term, but it's the Cavan club players that are being cut off. The email came out, I think, on uh, on Wednesday night. At, at 11 o'clock or shortly after 11 o'clock that all games have been called off but clubs could play them if both clubs agreed um, there's been there's a massive reaction on Twitter uh, Fortune underscore Barry put up a tweet yesterday saying um, excellent method of injury prevention by Cavan Cobor GA deciding to pull all club games hashtag Muppets hashtag ridiculous and then Colm Smith replied in that uh, it could be worse. You could have booked your tickets to fly home for Sunday. Well said, Baz. You know, there's that's that's one little snippet, one little window of how club players are being put out by this round of fixtures being called off. Yeah, there's two ways to look at it, Damien. I know, I know um, f- for sure of one club that has two county players that were happy to go ahead and play their game, and they were playing a team that has one county player and they wouldn't play. Now the team with the two would have been suffering more so you'd be thinking now's the time to get them they're missing it both their county yeah. they wouldn't play it because they had a few other injuries and from what I'm hearing a lot of clubs are in a position where they're being given half a chance um, to call a game off and because of a few injuries or a couple of lads away they go this is our chance and we call it off as you were making a point on Twitter last night there are clubs with no county players who have the option of playing that aren't playing so Barry Fortune and, and Colin Smith make, make good points I feel sorry for for any fellow that books a flight I know another fellow who, who he works in shifts and he has to say in a week in advance if he can take a shift or not and yeah. he didn't take a shift this Saturday because, because he's supposed to get a game so he's missed a day's wages over the head of it and like, he's not going to get reimbursed and yeah. he can, it's not like he can just work the next day that's the way the rotor works so he's but you know so it's short notice so I think there's fault on both sides. I, I think the CCC should have said, when Matty McLean came to them, if that was the case, and said, call off these games, they should have said, well, put, well, the games are going ahead, and if a player is injured, he doesn't play. If, if it's championship and a player is injured, he doesn't play. If a lad's injured, you don't call off the game. It's, it's, it's mad. That doesn't even happen in handball. Where if, and it's an individual game. If you're injured, game go, the game goes ahead, and if you're not fit to play, you're not fit to play. Th- yeah. This thing of, like, if there's six or seven injuries on the cabin panel, well, then the lads aren't fit to play. That's end the story. Like they sit it out, and the other six or seven hundred players in Cavan get to play. Like how many how many players are actually injured? Like are we talking about half a dozen lads with a knock? I know Darren McFeedy, Everyone knows has got a is is a big doubt. Killian Clark. I hear Killian is is going to be back though. Well, yeah, he's probably. But he's out at the minute anyway. He's out at the minute. Uh, so, but yeah, like the. So are Bailey were playing playing Sherlock, <laughs> Damien? Is that is that one? Um, That's right. Yeah, so that so that game's probably been called off for for the one county man, Killian, and he's well, probably Niall injured Clarkin. anyway. And Niall Clarkin, yeah, yeah. But so. Killian's injured, and, and Niall Clarkin didn't play last weekend either. 
Actually, so maybe he might be injured. Might have been playing anyway, like. Yeah, and and but again, it's I, I think you hit the nail on the head. And clubs are given out about county board, but clubs again are taking the opportunity to to you know use it to their advantage. Oh yeah, like I know of a game that's that's called off that has zero county players, no county players at all available for either side, and the teams are opting to call it off. Now yeah. that's. That's just But that's because give them an inch and they'll take a mile. Clubs are in general only interested in their own interests and they don't see the wider picture. Yeah. So why give them the opportunity? Just yeah. saying why give a club if there's if there's no county county men involved, don't they don't have an option of calling off that game. That yeah. game goes ahead and the fellow who missed his shift and the fellow who who um had sold his concert tickets and the fellow who had his flight booked home, he's not he's not um put out by this. Mm. So I, I think uh, look, don't get me wrong. The, the CCC have a very difficult job, and it's a thankless job. And no one ever says, "Geez, you made a great job with those fixtures." But people will always say, "You made a buzz of those fixtures, or this or that." Only the only the things that people aren't happy with will be highlighted, which is very difficult in any role. But and I know that. But uh, they sh- they've made a mistake here. They shouldn't have given the option. Mm. And plus, clubs. Same old story with clubs and Calvin. Look out for your own little patch. Oh, but but, but we've got two two lads at a wedding. Yeah. Oh, oh, cancel it! Don't mind the other the other thirty eight fellas that w- from both clubs that, w- that would have played only for this. You know, it's mad. It it, it 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 definitely brings up the question though, right? Matty McLean coming from a club perspective, managing Scottstown, you would have thought would have been right. Listen, club football has to go on ahead, but he obviously was the was the the instigator here. You know, he doesn't seem to mind club footballers or you know you would have expected some empathy but there's nothing there he's he's looking after his own patch no different than the clubs are looking after their own patch everybody's out for themselves but the greater good is not being looked at here and that's that's, that's where Cavan continually falls that's where the authorities have to have to make hard decisions like and the hard decision here was the games go ahead and if your current players are injured they don't play and, and Matty McLean can, can say to, to a fella look you just, you're injured your physio is telling you not to play. Don't play. And after that, it, it's on. It's up to the to the player themselves. I know that maybe you're saying that's a difficult situation to put a player in. But if he's injured, he's injured. He's tra- he knows himself how hard he has worked for this Ulster Championship match. If he's injured, that's it. I give you an example in Mead before the weekend of the the weekend of the challenge match that Calvin played Mead a couple of weeks ago. The county panel were told you're not allowed to play with your club in this week's All County Football League because we've got that game on Sunday. All games bar one went ahead in Mead because of that. Mad. One one team, which was actually Simonstown, said, no, we're not playing. It's too important of a game and we're missing whatever, three, four players. We're not playing without them. And that game was called off. Everything else went ahead. And that, that was the management just saying, look, our panel are not going to be available for these games. That's it. Clubs just said, OK, well, so that's the way it is. Let's move on. You know, I, I presume the likes of so Barry... Barry um, Fortune and Colin Smith from Kingscourt, isn't it? Yeah. The, um, I presume Kingscourt and and the Gales were happy to play their games in that case, and they would have been li- without county men. Like they're sitting, both teams are sitting up unbeaten. Gales are top on twelve, Kingscourt are second on eleven. You know, they probably would have been happy enough. To, I don't know, but I'm guessing going by the comments of the lads that they'd have been happy enough to go ahead. So maybe the teams they were playing didn't want to play. I know the other mm. t- the game I was talking about. Like I can't, I can't understand it. Like it's yeah, it's something, it's something very disappointing about it, anyway. But we, it's told, but it's it's depressingly predictable as well because you you, yeah. you know if you give a club bad situation and it, and that that's it. Like that's what's going to happen. 
Yeah, and what's what's even worse, as I was pointing out on Twitter last night, there will be games now in November and December um, to make up for this. And and the other annoying thing for me is why did we go to more we put more games on county players in 2017 than we did on 16 and now we're at the we're seeing the result of it you had four divisions of 10 which meant nine games for any county player they, they had to be available for nine games that was it now they have to be available for 11 why didn't we stay with the Breffney League which would have gone ahead this weekend the next weekend and the weekend after and get your nine games that the clubs are continually rolling, they're getting games. They mightn't have meant a lot to to everybody, but there were games coming. If lads had organised to come home, there, there was a game for them to come home to. Yeah. Now we're in a situation that there's nothing. You're talking about lads with shift work, lads who had holidays booked and maybe had to change them, or lads who had wives at home that were saying, can we go away for a weekend? What about that weekend? Oh, no, I have a game. Well, now you've no game and the wife has given out stink to you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very, very unfair. I think... The clubs as well, the clubs at the end of the day govern the county board, but the problem with this is that the the governors are from clubs within Cavan, and this is where a national fixture plan has to come in, and it brings you, you back to the Did you CPA. say the lunatics are on the asylum? Well, that, would, that, that would be unfair. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm only joking. But it, it, it is unfair, and, and, and even if the decisions that they're making aren't trying to help their own club they'll always be accused of it anyway like anybody sitting in that CCC oh well sure sure they were going to be missing A and B and therefore sure they were always going to call that game off mm. you know so it it's, it is it is more of the reason why people say that a national fixture plan wouldn't work and a national governing body taking the fixtures it would work because there'd be nobody accused of bias there'd be nobody getting the abuse that's been Hurl out today at Calvin County Board. It's that decision is out of their hands. So let's let's give it to somebody who's in Crow Park. And I'd love to see. I think this is a good reason and a good example. A national fixtures committee for club games and everything is the only way to work. Yeah, you could be right. So final word on that, Damien. Um, it brings to mind the Alan Iverson speech um, at a press conference some years ago. The basketball player, with a very keen listener in Bally Hayes now. He loves this speech. I won't. I won't name him. <laughs> but. Uh, he, uh, you know, we're talking about a league game. You know, Iverson's famous feature. He was like, "We we talking about practice, not a game. Practice. This yeah. is this is we're talking about the all county league, not championship. The all county league. Yeah. No, Let no, it go, boys. Final. Let it go. Yeah, definitely. Don't forget to uh, share this podcast on Twitter and on Facebook. And um, if you have your opinions on the all county football league games being called off. Do uh, use the hashtag #WeAreCavan to join in the conversation on uh, on on Twitter. There, just we'd like to hear from club players and the stories of how this postponement has affected you. Um, again, don't forget to check out the We Are Ulster podcast available on SoundCloud and iTunes. And thanks very much for listening to the McAvoy Supervalue GEA podcast on WeAreCavan.com. Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, 
Check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details.